Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Let's welcome Good Chop and thank them for supporting the morning stream. Go to goodchop.com slash morningstream120 and use the code morningstream120 to get $120 off across your first four boxes. We love our patrons more than anyone else in the podcasting world. It's true. People like Blaine Robinson, Blair, and Ism. Be like them at patreon.com slash TMS. Coming up on the morning stream, Taylor Swift won the superb owl. Full Benny Hill mode. Sam Adams. He was a pirate, right? Lick the cookie. Jesus saves. He shoots. He scores. Going full Costanza. Boiling water porn. Turf testicle. Social media abstinence. Overwhelming overdog. I suck, but I have fun with it. Part-time piracy. Fremont Street Police will not be involved. The Swift Conspiracy. Half-ass grass with Bobby and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. That slug is a headliner. And God knows we can use the publicity. Going for an elevator ride. The Morning Stream. If you have job, you wear the pants. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It's the morning stream for February 12th, 20... That's a lot of February 12th. <laughs> yeah, but it's a little math problem, right? 2, 12, 24. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know what? Until you said it, didn't you'll, notice. Nicely you'll take done. It, you'll take it. It's maybe not be the most fun numerology, but it's numerology no. yeah, nonetheless. Yeah, I like numerology. I don't I don't get, you know, I don't get like... Uh, uh, what's the word? I don't get weird about it. Like sure. the world's going to end not, because you don't these think numbers it, line up. It predicts the future or anything like that. No, it's not, uh, yeah. some some people do, but I don't. Freaking f right. that. Uh, hey everybody, it's the morning stream. I'm Scott, and that's Hi. Brian, and we're here. We're gonna have some fun. We got some stuff coming up. Um, mm-hmm. Here's the good news. We talked about it. Uh, Brian and I have a little meeting before the before we go live, and <laughs> some of Great. it's very exciting, some of it's very boring. But the exciting thing is, uh, just a reminder: next Monday, so a week from today, tickets for TMS Vegas, Viva TMS Vegas, will be available and on the website. You'll be able to link to it directly at the Frog Pants store, or you can go to uh, VivaTMSVegas.com, and it'll have a link there. And then you'll go off and you'll procure your tickets or ticket. If it's just you, it's fine. And then uh, we all get to hang out in uh, April, you know? Yeah. yeah. We've got big plans. We've got cool stuff brewing. All For sorts sure. of great things. We can't even talk about some of it, you know? Right. I mean, it is all like, I think the calendar, the the whole thing is pretty much all fleshed out. VivaTMSVegas.com. Uh, we've got uh, not just the official events, but we've got all of the... Um, 
the listener events as well, like the people who want to say, hey, let's all go to this restaurant for yep. lunch or let's do this uh, visit to the Pinball Hall of Fame, which I can't wait to do. Yeah. I didn't go last time and uh, definitely want to go this time. Of course, I need to figure out when I'm going to corral you uh you all stars into your uh your taskville stuff but fortunately oh, that right. stuff is all that stuff is all going to be pretty well time managed and uh mm. and we won't require anything that will involve uh fremont street police oh good oh good yes that's great yeah that's a wonderful thing did you notice <laughs> i don't know if you noticed this but in the las vegas uh super bowl that was hosted last night uh-huh. There yeah. was a camera. Uh, it was all fake. It was like CGI, but they had yeah. this camera that was always flying under Fremont. <laughs> yes. And I every time oh, they flying under Fremont, there was one that I watched that there was the CGI strip, and it would go over here and show you, uh, brought to you by Verizon. Yeah. Uh, over here, the NFL. And then it would get to the end of the strip where um, the Las Vegas sign should be. And apparently that's where the uh, Allegiant Stadium uh, uh, is placed right there. Yeah. The, they have a, they, in the they, middle they of the strip. They took some liberties. On yeah. uh, locations. Like a lot, you know, movies do this. We always talk about it, right? Of you, course. You yes. watch these movies, you're like, wait a minute. That's not how Vegas is laid out. That's, but Yeah, Paris is not right next to Treasure no. Island. Come on, people. <laughs> no. Um, but I love yeah, that. I, I love those shots under there because it was like it would go under the dome or the, you know, the, the light dome the on Fremont. Yeah. And, oh, 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 I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. The, the cover. Yeah. And, the, and the CGI version of Fremont was so clean and free of weirdos. <laughs> You know, right? Yeah, Utopia. No, no people that you're like uh, trapped in circles that you're like, don't make eye contact, don't make eye contact, mm. don't make eye contact. Yeah, yeah, that that nun with her boobs out. Do not talk to her. Do not go near her. <laughs> yeah, that was that was kind yeah. of fun to see. But uh, yeah, it was an interesting presentation. I guess we can talk about that yes. a little bit. The so yeah, Super Bowl's big deal here in the states and across the world in some uh, circles. Sure, uh, we played American football, uh, not to be confused with football. You, you Europeans and your weirdness and your name right. problem. <laughs> um, anyway, the game that is what you want for a game in the Super yeah. Bowl. You do not want yes. a long drawn out no scoring game. Although I was worried at first because the score took forever to get points. Sure, on the damn listen, board. Uh, defense wins championships, and uh, they they. Both teams showed that they had what it takes to win a championship yep. based on just defense alone. Yep. I could not believe. I made a decision last night that I'm not looking. This may sound stupid, but I'm not looking at social media today at all. Like I'm, oh, really? I'm abstaining okay. 100% this morning instead sure. of kind of checking and looking at replies and stuff. I kept reading a book I'm reading. Uh, I never touched my phone this morning. Uh, the only thing I checked it for is to make sure I didn't have any texts from you or any, you know, anything from the family. Yeah, Other than that, I don't care. Sure. And so I just put it aside. And the reason I did this, this is what prompted it. You uh-huh. might say, well, Scott, is it the proliferation of political content on, online? Is it, the, uh, <laughs> is it the the constant barrage of people thinking that Taylor Swift is part of some sort of psyops operation? To, well, and I guess that's redundant, but yeah. Sure. But you're kind of close because oh. <laughs> um, the big conspiracy, one of the trending topics last night was that the game was thrown uh in fa- it was rigged in favor of the Chiefs, and uh-huh. it was because financially nobody involved could handle them losing, given the Taylor Swift connection and the Travis Kelsey <sighs> connection, and that if the game was lost by the Chiefs, that that billions of dollars would just sieve out, and you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to recover, and so you had to rig it, <laughs> and you know there's this whole thing going on, yes. right? And oh, I just geez. said, you know what? I looked at that. I looked at my phone. I looked at it, and I went, I think I'm done with this. 
Yeah. I think yeah. I'm finally, it's funny that this is the thing that might do it, right? A stupid Super Bowl, who cares? A dumb conspiracy theory. But people right, were right. so believing it. They were all blue checks, of course. Of course. Oh, really? Yeah. They were yeah. so into it that I was like, I think I think I might be done. I'll, I'll look. I'll use it for um, interact with people. Hey, thanks sure. for the reply. Yeah, sure. We we are doing a show that day. Uh, check my DMs. Oh yeah, the store will have those back in stock. Whatever. Let's talk right. some. Hey, you seem cool. And How's your daughter doing? I, I'm into that, but I don't want to hear this. New, you know, doing a new episode of something. You'll post it on there, but you may not post the things that are like. Uh, hey, uh, here's my Jeff Goldblum. Uh, you are going to have some scores in your uh, football game, right? <laughs> I'm glad you noticed that one. Um, I did. Yes, I got a kick out of it. And that. I may, I may still post like an idiot, but I am no longer. <laughs> I'm not looking at public feeds anymore. I'm just not going to do it. Oh, gotcha. Okay, I see what you're saying. Because so I cannot be... deal with those people anymore. I can't do it. This kind of stupidity be... is just painful for me. Here's my here's my promo. Here's some words of wisdom. See ya. Here's a joke. I'm out. A joke. I'm yeah. Out. Yes. And uh-huh. if you reply, I'll 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 see your reply. I'm checking those. I'll do that. But I am no longer partaking in the public hose. The public hose oh, is off. Yeah. No. I I I stopped that long ago. Like I basically I feel like I'm in a little. Uh, I'm Bubble Boy, basically, and the card says moops. But I basically <laughs> only look at when I go into threads. I just go right to the little heart thing and I just see, oh no, I, I, I see the feeds of the people that I follow and, and who follow me and who reply and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Same with um, Twitter. Uh, I'm off the, I don't even look at the fire hose. That's basically just, yep, here's my little, my list of people I follow and who follow me. And and then, okay, okay, just look in little yeah. blinders. Yeah, have yeah. your blinders on. There's nothing wrong with yeah. it. It's, self, it's healthy. I actually had a way yeah. better morning, felt better. Like it was just like less bombardment of stupidity and I just can't deal with stupid stuff. It just makes me feel like I have to get involved. So I'm not doing that anymore. I'm done. Social media hands everybody a megaphone. And I think we can all agree. There's a few people out there who just shouldn't have a megaphone. No. Who should still, still maybe whisper. Yeah. (laughs) Not shout into the crowds. Some of their mega, some megaphones. Just keep it all to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep that megaphone in your room, put it in the pillow and yell at it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's, that was a thing. But the game was amazing. Holy shit. That was fun. That was a fun watch. Exciting. Nail biter. To the end. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I was all about 49ers this game. They, back in the day, I've told you this before. I think I told you Saturday, but back in the day, they would be, they were our surrogate team mostly because of uh, Steve young and that connection to utah so it, was, it just felt like hey we got a root for the 49ers and we did and we loved it and we loved joe montana and we loved jerry rice and all this stuff and then all these years later it's jumped around so it depends on how well your broncos were doing we usually would get behind them mm-hmm. and if they weren't yep. winning then we were just like well i like green bay or who or, you know we sort of settle on whatever but always broncos broncos um uh 49ers would get preference because they're close. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yes. then when the Raiders moved to Vegas, we were like, oh, they're actually closest. Now. They became the closest team. Yeah. So we got excited <laughs> about them and, 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 you know, we get all rallied around them and, but they did not great this year. So whatever. Sure. Uh, yeah. The point is the 49ers are kind of last night. They were kind of our, our team. I have nothing yeah. against the chiefs. They're, they're yeah, fine, but they're, they're fine. I don't like the overdog. I like the underdog, you know? Yes. Right. And, and, uh, and actually, it's funny because the, the, the 49ers really were favorite uh, by two points favorite in the, uh, the spreads in Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't, it wasn't an overwhelming, there wasn't an overwhelming underdog or 
overdog, but they're, uh, <laughs> but the, you know, the 49ers, and that's who I was hoping for. As a Denver Bronco uh, fan, as a person who lives in Denver, <laughs> the, the frequent, but not always Denver Bronco sure. fan. Sure. Um, the Chiefs are considered rivals uh, to us. So we uh, just by, just by proximity, mm. don't, don't uh, root for the Chiefs. But last night, it's hard not to. I mean, you oh my see, gosh, they're so you good. You see Mahomes kind of saying, oh, yeah, none of my passes and the running game's only working with Pacheco. So, ah, screw it. I'm just going to run in myself constantly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I swear to God, that last touchdown, yeah. if Pacheco would have run that in, I would have had a nice little $5 turning into $55 oh! parlay bet. Um, that's I was gonna, we were going to do turns into a free bet. So we were going to do a degenerate check today, and I forgot to ask. Yeah, so did that's you? All right. You just kind of equaled out. You didn't no, lose. No, didn't. But. You, well, uh, if you count getting free bets for the basically, I just said, all right, yeah, do let me do the no sweat bets, which basically is like if you put ten dollars on a four way parlay, if it doesn't hit, then we just give you a ten dollar free bet that you can use on anything else tomorrow, mm. or or you know use it whenever you want. But you get it tomorrow. So I have a bunch of these free bets now, but I lost my three parlays that I set up. So I have I had three losing parlays, and I had one on uh, – two on the uh, 49ers and one on the Chiefs kind of hedging, quote-unquote, hedging my bets. Yeah. And, um, and now I have three free bets that I'm going to use and probably do something that I do way better at, which is college basketball or uh, sure. uh, or hockey or something. Those are the Those seem to be the bets where I do a lot better. Well, uh, congratulations on not losing your shirt, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yes, yes. Uh, No shirt lost, and we'll see if maybe I can turn one of these bonus bets into into, uh, some some cash, some free cash. Look, there's no question that Mahomes is the next great quarterback, but I have one problem. Yeah. And it's the same problem (laughs) I have with (laughs) Horshack. Yeah, a little bit. But my biggest problem is is not just him. It's anybody in sports who, Uh when they get – approached by uh, they've just the game is done we've been in overtime they win the game and the reporter comes up and you know wants to get a first reaction out of him why do they always have to blame jesus for the win because i don't like i don't like <laughs> blame it jesus for the win i like the, <laughs> I, I don't like, I like it because it, yeah. it doesn't what it tells me is like oh okay he wasn't you cannot determine the the football fandom of a deity okay Exactly. Like, like all of a sudden, God said, you know what? Uh, orgies or whoever. Uh, insert name of uh, <laughs> supreme being here. Yeah. Uh, he says, you know, I'm kind of feeling the Chiefs today. I'm yeah. kind of going to, you know, it's not like the, uh, <laughs> he's saying, yeah, I don't want the 49ers to win. Yeah. Uh, so there's a the great, Chiefs. there's a great cartoon that shows a, a guy running in for a touchdown and he's pointing to the sky and he goes, mm-hmm. Jesus, this touchdown's for you. And then it, the second frame is Jesus on a couch watching a, watching a hockey game. I love that. <laughs> you don't care. Nobody That's cares. Awesome. Like, quit quit doing that. Like, I understand. Look, I know that there there's some players with deep religious mm-hmm. stuff. Fine. Sure. That's sure. great. It's totally fine. Have yes. whatever you want to have. But the first thing but, out of your mouth, well, first of all, I want to think, you know, it was God. God, what did it? I'm like, no, you're just a bunch of athletes. Yeah. And, you, and partly, partly exactly. you got lucky. And also these teams like, are... <laughs> take 
take the credit yourself. Uh, you know, I trained really hard for this. I really worked hard. I sacrificed a bunch of, uh, you know, a bunch of uh, opportunities to go out and have fun and drink beers with the guys, to go out and do some running and do some some uh, drills and practice. And it was really that that made the difference. Mm. Like, take you know, take ownership that you did it yourself and don't sure. uh, don't give the win to God. By the way, the giving the win to God is. Uh, the hilarious, the, the basis of the first hilarious five minutes of the TV show Miracle Workers, where uh, Steve Buscemi <laughs> is uh, or Buscemi yeah. is uh, uh, is God and um, or is Jesus, and basically is uh, oh, thanks, I love you. Oh, I love you. Like <laughs> he's just watching. He just watches TV and keeps rewinding back to watch this guy say, "I'm, you know, really, this one goes out to God. This win." Wow. I love that. I hadn't seen that. That's great. You need to you need to watch it. Watch the first season. It's a self-contained little little uh season and uh yeah. And you can and as much as I hate saying this, you can skip the Mad Max influenced uh fourth season. Mad oh, Max parody fourth season. Zing. Bing a bong. I hate to say it. Maybe you'll like it more, but Maybe I won't though. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Yeah. I know crap you when I see watch it. Watch the first watch the first season. Have yeah. I ever steered you wrong, Scott? No. I've never steered you wrong. No, usually your 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 in fact I can't think of one where a recommendation wasn't good. Yeah, yeah. you you and I usually agree. It's usually yeah. Team Gibbet on Film Sack. That's how it goes. Usually, yeah. Uh the commercials I thought were boring and dumb. There there are a couple yeah. of them that made me laugh. The ones that made me laugh were probably not supposed to be funny, but they still made me laugh. <laughs> Honestly, I, I couldn't like even tell the, you. Uh, the, I, the April Ludgate, uh Ron Swanson, you know, the um Mountain Dew Baja Blast one with oh, uh, that was all right. Yeah, that was all right. I mean, again, it's when 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 all things are kind of a C, the thing that's a C plus kind of st- <laughs> rises to the surface. Yeah, yeah. And I, there's apparently more that I need to see because we went to um, uh, my buddy uh, Chris Brown's house and uh, watched the game there with him and his daughter and uh, and and what he described as some epic snacks, which were some epic snacks. I'll bet. And um, uh. We started watching the commercials, but then we started talking about the ukulele and started talking about all these other things. So I think there are a few commercials I might not have gotten the whole the whole thing for. I don't understand why DoorDash makes you forget stuff. We missed the first part of the commercial that explains that. Yeah, that and, was. Uh, <laughs> I will say I, I kind of like the Jennifer Lopez, uh, um, Matt Damon slash. Duncan, yeah, that one. That was pretty funny. Although Duncan's closing like locations left and right. Oh, is, really? Is it because they spent all that money on that ad? My gosh, the frick, dude. Because <laughs> they were the two locations that used to be near me, gone. Yeah. Oh, really? Um, wow. Just poof, gone. And then there was one on on my way south. If I was going to go to the highway up there, that's gone. Uh, mm-hmm. Replaced with a Einstein Brothers or something. Okay. Like, they're suffering, I think, nationwide, not just here. So that was yeah. weird. Um, well, it doesn't surprise me. Their donuts used to be great. Now they're, they're uh, meh. Yeah, they're, they're not meh. that great. They're, okay. they're still better than Winchell's. They're still better than Krispy Kreme, but but it's a long jump to mom and pop owned bakeries that have just amazing donuts and uh, and then Lamar's, which I know is a chain, and I will put them Lamar's is good, head and though. shoulders above above everyone else. Yeah, sometimes a chain is a reason. There's a reason they're a chain. There's a reason. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah. So overall, that stuff, whatever. I didn't care much about it. Here's the, my yeah. favorite part, though. Yeah. So we kind of kept it nice and chill. Kim and I. Stay well. So we had the kids all weekend for most of the weekend or part of the weekend. No, no pukers this time. Happy kids. Oh, Everything was great. Good. Uh, no problem. I, I, I will admit, little feeling in the back of my head, like oh, someone gonna Ralph. Are we gonna have? You know, no one did. It was fine. Uh, 
so we watched it ourselves, uh, just Kim and I, and uh, didn't do any kind of big party or anything. We had, you know, we did our own food and stuff, but it was nice. Just Kim and I, we haven't had a lot of alone time lately, so this was like our kind of chill out and sit on the couch and eat wings and laugh nice. and hang out with each other. So it was nice. But here's the weird bit. <clears throat> My viewing of it this year was via the Paramount Plus app because mm, we okay. don't, I don't right. have another live TV service. To do it on sure. Paramount Plus, <clears throat> owned by CBS, uh, was uh, was also doing it. And for the most part, no issues. Although big moments in the game were the only times I seemed to have any issues. And those issues were, I never lost connection. I never had the service go down. But a few times, the the the, the video would go into full Benny Hill mode. <laughs> <laughs> and so just you see the players walking around the field. Yep, they would go really fast, and, and Jim Nance, his voice wouldn't change, so he'd be like, "Oh, we got something happening on the whatever line," and people just running around. It was ridiculous, and every time it happened, I was too slow getting my phone out to catch it because it was actually the funniest part of the night was just watching this yeah. thing foul up. So the the it was okay uh, overall, though. I think they did a decent job with it, and I really like Jim Nance. He's a uh, He's a Utah connection. He used to be a local um, sports guy here uh, years and years ago, back when I was, I think, a teenager or something is when Jim Nance was here. So I thought the calling of the game was really good. It was just an overall great great game. I enjoyed it. I don't like all the pre-stuff where it's like those guys fawning over over each other at the desk. Like, I get a little tired of all that. It's like, all right, are we going to all just sit around and touch each other's wieners this entire show <laughs> like that stuff kills yeah. me but the actual game when when cleats hit turf great usher eh, i don't care yeah. it's yeah. fine it's fine he's not uh, he's he's uh you know i'm i i know usher i mean i'm i know of usher i know of two of his songs that i recognized he played i didn't know the other ones i thought the the choreography was great i figure uh Every show on the uh, Las Vegas Strip must have been dark because there was not a Cirque du Soleil absinthe performer that was not on the field of Allegiant uh, when this was going on. How convenient, by the way, to have – they should do the Super Bowl in Vegas every year. All your extras are taken care of. They're just there. I agree. Yeah. They must have some crazy – Leave it to Vegas, by the way. Yeah. Leave it to Vegas to create a football stadium. looks like a giant hockey puck and then use it for football. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I can't, I think that thing looks really cool at night, but in the daytime, that looks like a lump. I don't like it. Yeah. looks oh, fine. Really? It looks great at night. Like a lot of Vegas, at night, yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah. It's like, wow, the screen out front yeah, is really lighting. cool, and the lighting, yeah. and the way it reflects on the black tiling and all that. But in the daytime, it looks like a melted little tar chunk. <laughs> it's just weird. You drive by it, and you're, uh, yeah, you're... <laughs> it was a beautiful day, Uber. though. Gorgeous sunset, like beautiful skies. All that yeah. rain that cleared out all the the guck and everything that made Vegas look like the place to be. That looked really nice. So, sure. Anyway, because it's a good time, had fun. Yeah, you fun. know, it's it's America's weird pastime, and we're into it. All right. Sure, sure. And I'm glad it's over. Sorry, I'm glad. Glad football is over. Football uh, during my degenerate gambling uh, experiment did not win me much money. I well, still wasn't your best friend. Do- yeah, no, way better with basketball and hockey and stuff. So, well, when we get our hockey team, which apparently is eminent, um, mm, really NHL team, yeah, we're getting an expansion team here soon. Uh, uh-huh. You'll have a new team to bet on or against because cool. they probably suck. And by the way, someone earlier said, "What about the Arizona Cardinals?" I don't root for them because they're never within striking distance of needing to be rooted for. They're they're bad. <laughs> 
No offense, but they never get there. They need a lot more than just you rooting for them. Yeah, they're like the Detroit Lions. They've been around since the league started, and they how often do they get in the playoffs? Like a million to one, and they finally did. Well, then I get excited. It's like that. So I'm a fair weather fan, is what I'm saying. Sure. Uh, Real quick here, we got a a call from somebody about something that made me laugh, and I think Amy is Amy in the chat because Amy needs to hear this. If she's not, I'll send it to her later. But. this is great. Check I think out. she has. Hey. I saw her earlier. Yeah. Oh, she. Okay. Cool. Here you go. Hey, TMS. Uh, one of the things you need to add to your list, Scott, is to start Dungeon Crawler Carl. The reason <laughs> I know you haven't started it is because you're not talking about it because you would be talking about it because it's that good. So now that you got Parasite out of the way, put that one to the top of the list. Have a great day. Love the show. I'm totally reading this series. Wow. And I've yeah. said it on the show before that I'm reading it right now. Yeah, you you even said you were reading it uh, when when Amy described it, or no? You had known about it when Amy described it, and uh, well, she introduced it to me. I had heard okay. of it, but she introduced That's, me yeah. to like, oh, this is good, by the way, because I'd always thought the yeah. name sounded so stupid. I just sort of wrote yeah. it off, and she was like, oh, you got to read it. So I started after her recommendation, and uh, that is an amazing. That first book's incredible. I'm doing. I'm going to do the whole damn thing. There's a new one coming. But I, I'll, but then I also brought it up numerous times. But yeah, I, I guess I'm not fawning over it like Mad Max Fury Road or something. Sure, but that's sure. not because I don't what like people it. Don't think that you're. They, they, they think it's like apparently like CrossFit. Where well, I know he doesn't do CrossFit. Otherwise, he'd be talking about CrossFit <laughs> all the time. <laughs> exactly, or or cold bath uh, therapy, whatever that is, where you get right. Yeah, I, yeah, right. Sure. I, someone tried to talk me into that the other day. Who was that? Some friend of mine. Anyway, he's texting me. Oh, said, really? you need to try this. Oh, you'll feel so much better. It'll change your life. Oh, I would say question your friendship with that person. <laughs> like, really? I don't know, if, man, if I want to get into that. This sounds awful. Yeah. Uh, you know. I did uh, finally download uh, We Play Games to my iPad to listen to. I feel like that's that's different from an audiobook because it's more of like an audio drama. It's the thing that uh, Amy recommended last time we had her on, which was the, the couple... Um, that uh that the kind of toys with the lives of their neighbors and friends oh like, yeah, right yeah looking forward to looking forward to checking that out you're gonna have to report on that i'm curious about I it i will yeah yeah um, it sounded it sounded great when i when i heard the clip are you ready to enhance your future in tech then it's time to make your move to the uk the nation that has more tech unicorns than france germany and sweden combined The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Oh, we also had a little birthday dinner for Tina. Took her out to uh, oh. Trattoria Stella, which nice. is a really nice Italian restaurant here in town. Yep. Had a bunch of her friends and... Um, oh, I saw pictures. Uh, Did I see the the real Chris Brown in that shot? You saw the real Chris Brown right next to me, and Crazy Neighbor, and Mrs. Crazy Neighbor, and then our friends who own the candy store in Georgetown, uh, Kathy and Scott, and uh, boy, another. When you come to Denver, go to visit Georgetown and the candy uh, store there because it's some great stuff. That's awesome. I'm glad she had a good birthday. Yeah, it's a good time. Everybody needs a good birthday, you know, here and there. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Except me, I don't care much. It's like whatever. No, you need a good birthday. Even uh, if it's not, you know, you don't need a party, but you need a good birthday. Everybody yeah. should have a good day on their birthday. You know what? That's a fair point. I'm going to now, I'm going to change my attitude and I'm going to agree There you with go. You. Good, good. 
Good news, everybody. You guys remember the TMS mug that says stay, uh, say safe on the back of it? <laughs> well, it's very popular during the pandemic. Yes. Yep, yeah, we did pretty well with this one. Well, guess what? We're preparing for the future. Uh, the episode 3000 mugs are still a ways off. We're at episode 2598, by the way. So we're nearly at the 2500 mark. But when we get to 3000, we're going to have a brand new mug in preparation for that to make room. This mug was normally 16 bucks. We are doing a clearance sale. Rock bottom price here, $4.99 for the Stay Safe mug, or the Stay Safe mug. Get out. That uh, must be a misprint, that price. It's, what? It's crazy, right? This black morning coffee mug, amazing thing. It's been here forever. We're having a clearance sale, 5 bucks, four ninety nine, uh for this thing, and they are going to be, when they're gone, they're gone. There is no reprinting. There is yeah, no second batch. Mugs. Yeah, yeah, they're they amazing. Solid. They are solid. They are attractive they're solid they hold a lot of coffee or tea or whatever your drink of choice is yeah whatever your little hot beverage is you know just put it in there um chat i'll put it in your chat here real quick so you guys have a link to it if you're interested and anybody at home just go to frogpants.com slash store and uh, check out the clearance section there and you'll find it there's a couple things in there that are on clearance but that's the one you're going to want since you listen to the show so please get the mug and get it going um okay finally last thing yeah yeah uh so i'm gonna announce uh so we have our play date coming up at the end of this month the 23rd uh friday the 23rd what uh two weeks basically from where we're at now and um normally we do you know jackbox nor normally we do among us something like that we're gonna do something totally different um big thanks to alkabob who does the interfaces in the games that we use for uh, feud and for half asses which we'll be doing in a minute here uh he's come up with something with he and i have come up with something based on oh i don't know it might be based on a game show that's currently on by rob Lowe, but well, we don't even talk about that uh it's called the pond and because uh, you're the tadpole it's the pond so uh basically it's a it's a trivia game where you take territory away from other tadpoolers so we need contestants, and uh, tomorrow I'll do another announcement, but I'll have a sign-up form. But what I want you to do as you hear this is be thinking about a category that you think you're pretty good at in trivia, something that you're pretty pretty knowledgeable about. And uh, um, you're going to get some trivia questions based on that category. Uh, so uh, tomorrow you'll have a little sign-up form, and I have to write a crap ton of trivia questions because of this but you have to also make sure that you're going to be available to play live on the on the 23rd there's no you can't not not be here live you have right. to play live yeah so and the whole idea need, the whole idea here is discord and yeah. you're oh that's what i was gonna say you got it we got to be able yeah. to hear you um we gotta have you on audio exactly. yeah so there's a couple of caveats like that but for the most part that sounds like a lot of you who we know we need was it 16 you said people uh at like 16 minimum but i could do 25 it has to be a square number okay uh, so times that by how many questions is it if you had let's say you had 20 uh, three three questions per <laughs> per player so it's oh, going to be man. 75 questions some of which are going to be categorized I, I know nothing about but i'm going to do my best to write something that's challenging um that's and, a lot uh, it is a lot. And I think, you know, if, well, we'll talk about times and stuff, but we might need to start at nine just so we have enough time to, to do it all. So we'll, uh, we'll see. All right. Well, there but, you have uh, it. Yeah. So be thinking about your, your category and they'll have a sign up form and, um, you, uh, you'll sign up with your, your screen name, your, your discord name or whatever, and your category. And if, 
multiple people want the same category, I'll have to do some sort of uh, DM talking to both of you to figure out which one who, who gets it and who has to come up with something else. Excellent. Can't wait for this. Yeah. Tell you what else I can't wait for. The sultry sounds of the voice box belonging to Brian Dunaway. Hey, man. What's oh, going on? Hi, Scott and Brian. Hey. Hello. That sure was some Out. fun last Thursday in the world of Unreal Tournament again, wasn't it? It was a good oh, time. Did you guys oh. play yesterday? Dang it. No, it was, I, no not yesterday. P- played on Friday, Friday. we played. Yeah. yeah. Friday oh, after, cool. after Play Retro. But we're going to play again tonight. What time? I forgot. Yeah, six uh, six thirty p.m. Eastern time or four thirty Mountain time. Mm, whatever. Four thirty yeah. Mountain. I'll be there. I'm playing for sure. Uh, I'm playing for Brian, sure. Brian, you well. should, you should to get try Amy to get in, in there. there. I want to play. Yeah. So yeah. What time oh. do you say? So basically, four thirty our time. Four thirty right? our correct. Time. Yep. Yeah. Making a note. I, I'm I'm ready. I've got my textures downloaded. I've got Ooh. my. I've I've customized my dude so he's humble alien dude. I, yeah. I love every time I talk to somebody who's about to join and, and play for the first time in, in decades, <laughs> and yes. they all say the same thing: "I am ready." And then they get in there and they're like, "Oh my god, yeah, this is too fast." Yeah, oh, I, know. I have no doubt. I am just gonna get I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I. <laughs> I can't even keep up with the bots. Like I play the bots yeah, and it's yeah. like, uh, <laughs> you've, you know, <laughs> you've killed five people. bots and the bots have killed you all 20 times. It's so, challenging, yeah, man. It's yeah. a, it's a hell of a thing, but we're going to be doing suck, it again. It's going to be great. I've, I suck, but I have fun at it. So oh, but there's so many great people in the frog pants, diamond club, mission deep community. They're just gotten so good at it too. They, yeah. they totally pick back up. You know, those diamond off. group people aren't allowed. They can't. Oh, I didn't know that. No. I'm sorry. The diamond, diamond group. They apologies. can't. They can't even play anyway because they they need their fingers and they're too busy uh, doing the symbol to actually uh, play the game. Because you need all your fingers for the keyboard, but they're too busy doing this. Yeah. Oh, oh. wow. Um, I don't know what the diamond. I don't know what the diamond club did to you guys. Wow. Wow. Well, you know. Uh, let's go. Let's. Claire, I never told you to f off. Uh, let's get into it. Hey, we're gonna play a game and try to win some prizes for people, Brian. But do you want to explain how that works and? I go. sure will. Welcome to the Morning Half-Ass is a trivia game where I'm actually going to be giving you the answers. I'll give Scott and Brian a category and six possible answers, three of which are correct and three uh, of which are much like my former pronunciation of the of the uh, website Temu uh, is just flat out <laughs> wrong. Um, you get, uh, depending on how confident you feel with the category, you can provide one, two or three guesses. But if you get any of those guesses wrong, you get zero points for that round. Get one right, get a point. Two right gets you three points. Three right gets you five points. The total number of points uh, determines the winner, of course. If you get any wrong, you get zero points for that round. Did I say that? And the most player with the most points after three rounds win the prize for their contestant. <laughs> Contestants pulled from members of the tadpole that aren't able to listen live. Scott, you're playing for Kelly Beach. We're up close to me here in Brighton, Colorado. Nice. Nice. Um, I'm not a fan of Brighton, but you know, (laughs) Brian, you're kidding. I like Brighton. My problem with Brighton, here's my problem with Brighton is that (laughs) I like to, I want to stay in the city when I'm lifting, when I'm Ubering, I want to stay in the city and and eventually somebody wants to go up to Brighton and Brighton, Brighton is like the pool filter. Once you get into Brighton, (laughs) you can't get out of Brighton. When did you you guys slowly go scorch earth on everything? What is, (laughs) 
<laughs> my school, I went to Brighton High School, so this 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 stings a little. Oh, even well, there. that's funny. Your yeah. Brighton might be might be uh, easier to get out of than than my Brighton. Mm. And uh, the UK's Brighton, I love because they've got that awesome candy called Brighton Rock. Queen liked oh. it so much they made a whole song about it. Oh my gosh, uh, Brian, you're going to be playing for Ethan in Melbourne, Australia. I don't Ooh, know how well, their candy good. is. Yeah. They're it's candy. fantastic. I have, yeah, of course, you've never gotten any candy from Down Under. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all, but it's got eight legs oh, and moves. Their candy yeah, is Yeah, well, spider. I've had uh, Purple Flake. No, what's it called? Purple Crumble. Violet Pur- Crumble. Violet Crumble? <laughs> that stuff's great. Yes, Violet Crumble. <laughs> Violent Crumble down there. No, no, no Violet Plum, Crumble. <laughs> Plum Rumble. Oh, crumble will kill you. Yeah. yeah, watch out. It's a whole spider inside of that. Exactly. All right, let's get to the game. We've got uh, three categories here. Oops, I need to reload. Reload the page. Reload, reload. I, I let it sit for too long. All right, your first category and your six possible answers. Um, characters from Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. We're familiar with Alice's. We, we all love Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. We love it. We love it. We call her. We call her Alice. Right? We love Alice. Um, all right. Al- characters from Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. Uh, your choices are the Dodo, the King of Hearts, the Jabberwock, Tweedledum and Tweedledee, the Walrus and the Carpenter, and the Mock Turtle. Oh my Which of gosh. these uh, three are uh, uh, from the book, and which three are not from the book? I think one of them is a trick, so I'm going to avoid it. Uh... I can't. Yeah, I we've never we've never had a tricky tricky, but it's not technically. But yeah. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, both of you locked in. Let me put. Yeah, pay, me, pay attention. Oh, it just happened. <laughs> on. Let me don my Stop glasses me. here. <laughs> all right. Uh, it seems like. Uh, like uh, Captain Kipper saw the what we were putting down, um, the dodo is from Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. Yeah. The Jabberwock is mentioned in Alice's Through the Looking Glass, uh, as are Tweedledum and there Tweedledee. Is shit. A trick. Two it different was books. A trick. Yeah, Alice's Adventures in Wonderland featured the dodo, the King of Hearts, and the Mock Turtle. And uh, the Jabberwock, Tweedledum, and Tweedledee, and the Walrus and the Carpenter were all from Alice Through the Looking Glass. I thought gotcha. King of Hearts. Well, there definitely is the Queen of Hearts, the, right? The Queen of Hearts is in right. So First. the King of Hearts appears yeah. in Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. The Queen of Hearts appears in Alice Through the Looking Glass. Damn it! I that just shows how little I know. About I that know series. it was a. They you were talking about tricksy. exactly, and you were like saying, "Oh, finally we get a question that isn't a trick." Oh, good job, Brian. Yeah, ah, yeah. So jerk. For that. jerk. All right, well, let's see if this one is a trick or not. Historical pirates. Which of these are historical pirates? Blackbeard, Red Rackham, <laughs> Rackham, hardly even know him. Captain uh, Hook, Rackham. Captain Morgan, Calico Jack, and Mad Jack. Three of those are historical pirates. Um, Three of them are not. Oh gosh, dude. Uh I'm going with two again. I'm, a I'm pirate. Sc- I'm scared. All right. Uh okay, you're both locked in. Both of you locked in with two. Both of you locked in with Blackbeard. Yeah, Blackbeard was a pirate from sixteen eighty to seventeen eighteen. I guess he was alive from those dates. He was only a pirate from <laughs> most of those years. <laughs> right. Yeah, not right. all of them. Yeah. Yar. He's legendary, um, that guy. He's great. Captain Morgan is a rum. 
But yeah. he's also a pirate. He's Captain also Morgan a pirate, a pirate, baby. Shit. From 1635 yeah. to 1688, Calico Jack, also a pirate. Red oh, Rackham pirate. is from Tintin. Captain Hook, of course, is from Peter Pan. And Mad mm-hmm. Jack is its own animated series. You yes. know what I did? I mixed up Captain Morgan with the beer from the one of the fa- who was the founding father that made beer? Uh, and we oh, all. Uh, Ben Franklin. Right? No, the other Could one. Uh, 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 who else made beer? Shit. Sam Adams? Sam Adams. Samuel oh, Adams. Sam Adams. Yeah, okay. So I was thinking Samuel Adams for some reason. I'm like, well, he wasn't a pirate. Hilarious. Damn it. I got my drink. This is a problem when you're not a well, drinker. Well, see, if you hung out with, if you hung out with Diamond Group, you should Diamond call them. Group, yeah. <laughs> they talk about Captain Morgan. Well, they used they to do. all the time. Yeah, yeah, they used to do the skid. Jerry would put his leg up on something and yeah. be, uh, yeah. Yeah. And get interviewed by uh, Schwitty. Uh, all right. One last question. Brian, going into question three with three points. Scott, zero points, so you probably better go for this one. Yeah. Um, objects visible to the naked eye in the night sky. So which of these things, according to NASA, can you My see? My junk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure. Sure. Uh, all right. <laughs> Better known as the Little Dipper. Yeah. Um, if, uh, which of these can you see, according to NASA, without the aid of any uh, equipment? The Crab Nebula, the Small Magellanic Cloud, Neptune, the moons of Saturn, Uranus, and Mercury. Hmm. Which of which three of those can you see unaided with the naked eye in the uh, night sky? I think I know some of this. Shit. I'm going to have to go for it, right? You do have to go for it. Go for it, dude. Oh, all right. Bruh. I don't know. Okay. All right, Scott, you locked in with uh, three of them, the Crab Nebula, the Moons of Saturn, and Neptune. Brian, you locked in with also with the Crab Nebula and Mercury. Uh, You can actually see... The small Magellanic Cloud, oh, Uranus, and Mercury with the naked eye. Scott, you picked three, the, the three that oh, weren't. wow. That's embarrassing. Uh, you know why this is embarrassing? I've been watching so much astrophysicist oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, with, uh, right. Ronnie All Co- kinds uh, of stuff. Yeah. Brian Cox. Uh, Brian Cox, st- not uh, Ronnie Cox. No, <laughs> Ronnie Cox. <laughs> we talked about, that's what confused me. We talked about that. And <laughs> the bad guy in RoboCop, he knows a lot about, yeah. you know. Yeah, he's, so, he's so great at that sort of he's thing. He's really yeah. good. But yeah, I've been so into it lately and like reading all kinds of stuff and just going deep and I I feel dumb now. Well, I guess you never talked about seeing right. stuff with the naked eye on no the exactly mm. I would have said crab nebula as well I thought that you could see yeah. maybe not you obviously wouldn't be able to make out the shape of the crab nebula but you could at least see the the yeah. fuzzy uh, light that you that uh, makes up the nebula well that means that uh, Brian you win for your contestant Ooh. who's uh, who's like I said uh, Ethan in send me Melbourne some Australia yeah uh, Violet Crumble yeah. um, uh, he's also going to get a copy of Soldiers that's Soldiers oh. with a U mm. uh, Soul because they they fight with Soul and uh, Midnight Fight Express don't know uh, what the that worst is. train to no. be on yeah, I don't know what that is that sounds like something you well, the only rule is you never talk about it, I guess. So that's what yeah, I'm that's right. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, Kelly Beach in Brighton, you're going to get a copy of LX2. I don't know what that is. I don't know what any of these games are, but by golly, they're fun. And they were sent to us again. Big thanks to Wesley for sending us these games. Nicely done. Here, I'll give you this one, Dunaway. Congratulations. Aww, you're thank a you. winner. I get this. Oh, that's okay. Aww. I'll do better Fletcher next time. played. Fletcher played Unreal Tournament with us. Yeah, he did. Really? Yeah, he did. Nice. Yeah. He played cool. Friday, and hopefully he'll show up again tonight. I don't know who's going to be there, but I know I'm going to be there. It sounds like Gibbet will be there. Uh, Dunaway will, will be there. there. 
bunch mm-hmm. of us will be there, and uh, it'll all lead in nicely because once that's over with, Carter and I have a new episode of the Monday Show this uh, this evening. Mm. Oh, so cool. uh, that'll happen right after that. So uh, make yeah. your make your entertainment uh, Monday plans now, everyone, and stick to frogpants.tv. I look forward to uh, shooting it right up your crab nebula. Yeah, you I can't wait for that. Will. That's going to be fantastic. <laughs> Brian, kiss our butts and suck a no, you. Bye. All right, he's out. And uh, yes. that gives us five minutes to do some quick news, which I'm going Let's to do, do right now. Whoops. Right now. It's time for the news brought to you by a lake walk where high only happened going south. Scott, please explain. So this weird thing happened yesterday. Kim and I were going to walk uh, all the way the length of this lake we live near. It's about a 45 minute to and 45 minute back. Good. Good, high intensity, nice. up, up yeah, down, all that. distance. Uh-huh. Yeah, and we were going to stop at this new pizza place they had over there, which we wanted to see how it was and support it. It was really good, by the way, but I don't remember the name. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I go all the way over there, and I noticed that on the north walk going to it, we said yeah. hi to about 15 people as yeah. they passed us. Nobody replied. Yeah. Not a oh, soul. I hate Not that. a soul. I hate that. Yeah. I hate it, too. On the way back, everybody, maybe that equal number or more, replied and said hi. So I don't know what's going on with the southbound thing where everyone's very friendly, like sure. we were going north. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess it was everybody going south was not happy, but everybody right. going north was happy. I can't Because you, you were walking north, but the people who were walking towards you were walking south. Yeah. I don't know what that yeah. was about. It really was weird, and I didn't like it. So I, I get irritated. I, I, you know, and I shouldn't. It's basically like, you know, people have the prerogative of saying hello and they don't not saying hello. Right. I get it. Yeah. But but I frequently like when I'm on the bike, um, I always say, you know, coming up on your left. Mm-hmm. And then when I pass them, I say thank you. And only about a third acknowledge me at all, even with like just a nod or a have a nice day or, or yep or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, cheer up, people. You want to go full Costanza on these people and yell that exactly. we're live in a society. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like none of them, some of them will just, they'll go to the side and then they'll just not even talk. Like I'll yeah. say thank you. I'll say have a nice day. And, and, uh, and I, you know, I know that I, I see the ones that have earbuds in and, and I understand that. But if you're, if you can hear me. Yeah. If you can hear me say on your left and I say thank you, you're welcome. You know, yeah. whatever. Yeah, and My we, pleasure, live, or, we live in a society. Uh, no problem. Or, yeah. Exactly. What Does it hurt you at all to just smile? It's all I, all I want is something that we're people, right? Let's acknowledge each other as people. Can we be people yeah. to each other? And now I will ignore anything Claire says because she'll say it's something about being American. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, exactly. We don't do that in Ireland. Everybody says hello to each other because that's the crack. Yep. You throw a potato. That's all you do. You throw a potato. <laughs> uh, one quick news story that we'll get to here. Uh, a mother has been jailed three years. It's a pretty long time for splashing boiling water on a porn watching son. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's, uh, I'd like to know precisely when she did it. Or on what? <laughs> I don't know. That's terrible. A woman was sentenced to three years in jail by uh, the Malika Sessions Court. Malika, I guess is what you say. Yeah, Malaka. Yeah, where is this? Uh, This this is is Malaysia. Malaysia, okay. Malaka, Malaysia. Malaka, Malaysia. It's fun to say. Salam. It says, for splashing boiling water on her son after she caught him watching pornographic videos on her phone. Jeez. Sinar Harian. Did she use a red tube to uh, pour the boiling water? (laughs) Oh, that'd be amazing. 
A red tube. And, a red uh, tube. I don't know what that means. I don't get it. Somebody else. Yeah, it. what is that? Red I tube. Just what they say. I don't yeah, know. Chat, what is that? What is red tube? We don't know. It's handed down the sentence. 38 year old woman who pled guilty after the charges were read. She was charged with intentionally inflicting severe injuries on her then 13 year old son by splashing boiling water at a house Jeez. in a civil ser- servant's residence area in Sungai Undang. Sure. Malika around 2 56 a.m. Oh, man. Right in the middle of the night. Yeah. Nothing yeah, good happens after use, midnight. Use earbuds, kid. Yeah. <laughs> do, do something to, I don't know, go somewhere. No, that's horrible. That is uh, horrendous. Yeah, that's not good. It says here, however, the um, uh, friend's mother lodged a police report after the friend saw his injury. So that's how this got reported. Yeah. The mother of five, who is not represented, pleaded to a lighter sentence as she has three younger children, a six-year-old disabled child and a four-year-old and a six-month-old. But I'm still going to put her in jail for three years. That's uh, a lot. Uh, let's see. Also, following the incident, she suffered increased stress as a, a psychiatrist patient and had to increase her medical dosage, medicine dosage, with the permission of her doctor from 50 milligrams to 100 per day. <laughs> so up your dosage, basically, is yeah. what uh, you're sentenced to jail and up your dosage. Yep. Those are the yeah. rules. We don't make them up. Yeah. 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 Uh, child abuse, animal abuse. I, I have very little sympathy for any of that yeah i'm trying to think (laughs) yeah i'm trying i'm trying to think of what my kid there's nothing i can think of that any of my kids would would have to do react like that nothing anything it would they would have you know what it would have to be they'd have to be charging their mother with a knife sure and then i'll do something physical to stop them but yes but probably not searing them with boiling water i don't know why that played (laughs) yeah you're right that's i mean that's horrible it's so it's boiling That's water. Right. They're gonna you can die from that. Exactly. Or the worst have like I don't know. Can you get third degree burns from boiling water? You probably can. Probably can. Yeah. Use just you know hot coffee. It's it's not quite as hot. It's right. Not, uh, it's not gonna it's not gonna blister or or you know wreck your uh, wreck your epidermis. But uh, it gets the point across as we as we've learned uh, from uh, numerous Jason Bourne films, transporter films. Just a cup of hot coffee can. Uh, that's yeah, all you need. You use McDonald's all coffee, you, you might get money out of it. You know, <laughs> right? Sue him for the big money. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Bobby's here to do some science talk with us today. Bobby. We'll see yeah, how cool. how far away his crab nebula is when we bring him on. So that'll be soon. Stick around. Before that, though, I sure could use some music, Brian. Well, I've got some I've got some music for you, and I'm bringing it to you from a uh, a couple of siblings that perform under the name the Muo Duo M U O D U O Muo Duo. Um, this is uh, Miles and Winter uh, Miles, and then his uh, younger sister Winter. They uh, just released in 2022 an EP called After Pop. I think we may have even played something from that here. They've got a brand new. Uh, single that they've released called uh, Exciting Times. But uh, Winter, who uh, you'll hear in the song, doing the doing vocals as well, um, she's just 15, and she appeared in uh, as young Elsa in Disney's production of Frozen on Broadway. She is, uh, she's been on Sesame Street. She was in Diary of a Wimpy Kid, as well as Manifest on uh, Netflix. Mm. Uh, and she's a great singer. Here are Muo Duo and Exciting Times.
Guess who has some really great meat in his meat locker? It's not really a meat locker. I have a, I have a freezer in the in the garage, and it keeps all my meat fresh and frozen. And uh, good news is I got a bunch of new meat in there. Look, everybody wants to start off on the right foot in their year, right? They want lean, quality products. They want to eat well. They want to have enough energy to get done what you got to get done. Look, I'm not going to run over to the butcher shop every time I get a, you know, a hankering for a quality fresh cut of meat. It's just not going to happen. And that's why Good Chop is going to be such a lifesaver here in the Johnson home. Good Chop offers fully customizable boxes of high quality meat and seafood with no antibiotics, 
or added hormones delivered to your door on your schedule. Go to goodchop.com slash Morningstream120. Use the code Morningstream120 to get $120 off across all those four first boxes. It's a really, really good deal. Uh, yeah, I'll, look, here's the other thing you can do. You can go check out all the stuff they got, right? Uh, my favorite thing is when I opened this box was these big old steaks. Oh, man. It was really, really looking good. We're, we're talking 100% grass-fed ribeyes, USDA prime filet mignon. Oh, there's some chicken breasts in there. Free range, by the way, organic chicken breast, pork tenderloin, thick cut bacon. What else can you ask for? There was even some really good fish. Anyway, uh, life turned better when that happened because uh, yesterday for the Super Bowl, we had some lovely steaks. Mm, mm, mm. I'm telling you, having it come to your door when you want it, how you want it is a trip, and it's amazing. The products are vacuum sealed and frozen at peak freshness so you can stock your freezer and cook when you want to. And they're so confident in the quality of their cuts, they offer 100% money back guarantee. Love Good Chop or get the money back. Go to goodchop.com slash morningstream120 and use the code morningstream120 to get 120 bucks off your first four boxes. That's code morningstream120 at goodchop.com slash morningstream120 for $120 off. Can't beat that deal. Get in there. Attention all players. The third game will begin shortly. That was a nasty gash. returned who was that one more time sure that was the band muo duo and their brand new single their forthcoming ep is going to be called the muo theory uh it'll be the first of three eps that the band is going to be dropping in the near future here that's the song exciting times from muo duo muo it's fun to say muo duo muo duo yeah good time with that yeah all right how scientific are you feeling I'm feeling very scientific. I feel like uh, the. I feel like if nothing else, all the epic snacks that I ate at the uh, Super Bowl party I went to, uh, there was a lot of science involved oh. in making those epic snacks. Oh, and, good uh, because uh, yeah. great news, everybody. We have a guy here who can help suss that all out. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, thank goodness indeed. Let's play his little intro. Where is it? Here it is. Nope, that's not it. Science. Bob is hungry. And the soup looks good. It surely does. Bobby Frankenberger, uh, also bound for Vegas in a couple of months. Uh, <laughs> yep. you, do you like the emphasis on burger? How, how you I prefer the emphasis on Franks. Oh, oh really? <laughs> Frank. Okay. Right. Or Frank. But should we yeah. change the audio to say, and the burger looks good? Yeah, and the burger <laughs> looks good. I'd have to go find some old-ass 1940s audio of a burger, some burger talk, but I can do it. I feel good yeah. about it. When I was chances. a kid, I thought I was a genius uh, that I'd come up with the restaurant idea that was gonna I was gonna just sell hot dogs Franks, and hamburgers, Franks and, Franks and, burgers. and burgers. Yeah, sure. And, I re- and then I realized that's like the first place everybody goes. When they hear me. Yeah. <laughs> but it would be Bobby's yeah. Franks and Burgers, though. Bobby's right? Franks yeah. and Burgers. I love it. I think I there think probably are 
restaurants called Bobby's Franks and Burgers. Like I wouldn't or, be surprised. Or, or Bill's Franks and Burgers. There's yeah, definitely yeah. something, somebody's Franks and Burgers. Yeah. You're yeah. making me hungry for both Franks. And it's burgers. not an unusual matchup is what I'm trying to right, say. Right, right. Yeah, that sounds fantastic right now. I may have, yeah. I may have a poor lunch today. We'll see how it goes. Anyway, uh, Bobby, it's good to have you here. We bring Bobby on Thank for you. some science because this guy hosts a really great science podcast called All Around Science, which you can find anywhere you find podcasts. And uh, today, I, I don't know what you brought. I'm just going to guess it's good. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> well, it was funny because at the start of the show, you were like, I promise you guys we're not going to talk about the, the sports and the Super Bowl a bunch, but, uh, and uh, mine's Super Bowl inspired. So. Sweet. <laughs> Is it? That's okay. The science of Super Bowls. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I would love to hear more. Please tell us. Well, what, I was reading an article um, on Ars Technica. is a great uh, website I like to peruse for science information. And I just, they've got a lot of really good i like the way they write um and uh, i saw an article on there that was um it was uh, talking about uh talking about this controversy that i didn't even know existed so let me start if anybody's worried that we're going to be talking a bunch about sports i don't follow football at all mm-hmm. i didn't watch the super bowl <laughs> really <laughs> um, not at all none yeah. of it really no wow. i mean i'll occasionally like my daughter occasionally gets into um just watching the, the University of South Carolina football games, and so we'll watch those together. But sure. we're not—I'm not following it anyway. I'm just like spending time with my daughter. Sure, <laughs> right? Yeah, being a dad, um, I get it. So this is not—you know—anyway, that—that's the—that's the disclaimer. But the—it's a controversy I didn't know existed, which is a controversy between whether to use real grass or fake grass mm. on mm-hmm. football fields. Okay, sure. Um, in fact, the National Fo- the NFL Players Association has been lo- trying to, for the past few years apparently, get f- uh, fake grass banned in, in the NFL. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, because the claim is that, it, that, uh, that, that fake grass or astroturf or whatever artificial turf is being used increases the rate of injuries. Sure, because um, it's more slippery or something. It's the um, well, the reasons vary widely as to why they think that is, and that might give you a little bit of a hint on where the article comes out on um, on whether this actually is an, a phenomenon that exists. And it's it's kind of mm-hmm. unclear is mm-hmm. is really what it is. But but there's a there's a history behind it, and there's some and there's really interesting stuff to be learned about, like what causes these injuries. And whether or not the the thing that you're running on the the grass uh, actually can have an impact on whether you're whether you get injured during the course of a football game, sure, right? AstroTurf, did you know that AstroTurf was invented by Monsanto? I'm sorry, no, oh, really? I did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably no, some. That's no probably idea. fuels some conspiracy or something. I was about right? to say that. Yeah, so that doesn't that doesn't uh that doesn't make the case for AstroTurf much better. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it was invented in 1968, and when they invented it, they claimed that uh, that AstroTurf would reduce the injury rate for football players actually by 80%. That was their claim. Mm-hmm. Um which is a lot of of uh injury reduction. Um it didn't I'll cut to the chase. It didn't reduce injuries by 80%, but that was their claim. Um the the data that people pulled out to see whether or not injury rates were reduced, it looked like 
it might have been about the same or that that grass the fir- one of the first studies looked like it showed that real grass actually had lower injury rates than astroturf a little bit and so that's where the controversy started so the reason i bring all that up is that this controversy has existed for a long time interesting um, i would have i would have yeah. thought if you if you said to me look as a contest or one of brian's uh babel royales or something i would have mm-hmm. said uh tra- that astroturf would be significantly higher on the injury rate because it doesn't have like the soft earth part mm-hmm. or maybe i don't well, understand they've done AstroTurf. a lot of over the years they've made a lot of changes to astroturf to make it um as close to feeling like real grass as possible you know it used to just be like polyethylene fibers um that were like sewn into like a carpet base and then it would just be rolled out right mm-hmm. um but over time it's been they've added a, a mix of other types of fibers um into into that and they've added extra padding underneath and all these kinds of things to make it feel as close to real grass as they can because that's the goal right you don't want it to be different no Right. You just want, want it to, to be, be able to hold same. together because the the goals are multifaceted, right? One is you want um, uh, an all weather, easy to maintain, right? Right, yeah. all weather, right. easy to maintain, doesn't get all torn up, and then you have to regrow or figure out how to, you know, quick plant between seasons, or I don't know what the hell they have to do, like in Green Bay, which I think is still still grass. Um, right. But yeah, I, I assume that those are all factors in this in this, and it did make, those make sense to me. It's like, yeah, it's a right. big professional league. You want to keep as much equality on the ground as possible. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how right. you also, how, how they um, reconcile that with the fact that Green Bay is turf or, re, you know, actual grass versus yeah. Vegas, which is obviously turf. So I don't know. I don't know how they do it. But Well, and one of the other reasons you were talking about lower maintenance, but s- some of the other big reasons for AstroTurf in places are places like Vegas, like Arizona, Arizona, yeah, <laughs> um, you know where the, it's not easy to grow grass and keep it green, <laughs> hot know? and dry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they kind of make the claim they need to, and and um, there was a in the article talked about uh, I think in Arizona there was um, they actually had uh, in Super Bowl Fifty Seven. Um, so not too long ago, but they had uh, they had a real grass on their field in Glendale, Arizona at the State Farm Stadium. And they spent $800,000 on the grass and it was still patchy and needed to be painted green for the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, <geez>. right? <laughs> All right. So that's a, that's a lot of money that they're trying to save yeah. with, um, and environmental ar- arguments are made, right? Like you're spending a ton of water to try yeah. to keep it green. Right. Um, and, and all that kind of stuff. So the question is, does all this effort to save money and save water and save energy, is it worth it because are people just going to be injured more? The place that they start, the NFL Players Association, they they don't just claim the injuries are higher, uh, but they also did a poll and apparently 92% of NFL players prefer to play on real grass as well. Oh, that's interesting. That is yeah. that's a, a bigger number than I would have expected. Yeah, yeah. Did it, was it? Um, I'm curious, like if it trended uh, more northern states or southern states, like hotter places, cooler places. Well, that's interesting. I don't know. I don't have that data. I didn't see any yeah. data about that. But it's it does bring up what I think is an interesting 
thing. I always say, Brian, you've got a mind for the data. You're always thinking about stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that's, uh, you, you can't just look at the numbers because, so if you want to look right. at the numbers, um, the, the NFL publishes data on the, the type of injuries we're talking about pro- are typically what are called non-contact lower extremity injuries. Um, okay. So lower extremity being like testicles. Yeah, <laughs> testicles. Um, sure. Why not? <laughs> we're talking about like the, things in the legs and the feet, right? Yeah, knees, shins. The, yeah, yeah. Right, you're just yeah. Unc- you're just of- uh, you're unaware where Brian keeps his testicles. That's all. So. <laughs> no, I'm very aware. That's why I agreed with him. Mm. Um, <laughs> gotcha. The uh, the but anyway, the data that they showed was about non-contact lower extremity injuries and uh, on natural versus artificial grass fields. And to summarize the data, they basically showed that grass consistently showed a lower rate of injury, um, but it wasn't that much lower. Hmm. And that's the key. And that's what you really got to think about when you can't just see that it's lower, right? right? Um, grass showed per 100 plays. So like football play, you know, this is how football works, right? Yeah, football plays. plays. Sure. sure. Plays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. plays. First and 10. I get it. Yeah. So every 100 plays. Grass shows about three between three point three to four point one injuries. Right? Okay. Artificial shows b- between four and four point eight injuries. Mm. So we're not talking about a it's big pretty difference. minimal. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and also if you look at the data, they show the error bars. The error bars because this was year by year that they showed the data. The error bars on each year overlap each other. Now, this might not immediately be like oh to anybody but a statistician but uh, but um what that basically means is that 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 some t- some of the some of the the real grass fields have higher than have more artificial grass the, there are some the yeah there yeah. are some real grass fields that have higher average injury rate than the artificial ones and vice versa some of the artificial ones will have lower Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it really muddles the, what you can actually figure That's, out. And so, yeah, whenever you look at data and the margin for error, like it's a really close pair of numbers. And then they say the margin of error is two or 3% and that overlaps yeah. what the, that two or 3% could could shift either one of those to be the dominant and and mine it's almost like, okay, well that's kind of non-data. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. At the very least. Or it just shows that it's much closer. Yeah. Or, or that it what it what it says to me is that if there that this is not the way to parse this data. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there may be some differences somewhere about injury rates of lower extremity injury rates, but um, but it's not going to be by looking at year by year artificial grass versus. So maybe you need to look at stadium by stadium, right? Mm-hmm. Interesting. And it turns out that there was an independent analysis that did that. Um, and they found that some of the best fields in terms of injury rates, like like lowest injury rates, yeah. are artificial, and some of the worst fields are um, are, are real grass. Yeah. Now, that's that's not to say that I'm not trying to say that real grass is worse and artificial is better. I'm just saying that some of those existed in those regions. Of course, some of the worst fields were, were both artificial and real, and right. vice versa. Right. So. And I'm sure there's a lot of, you know, there, there's, and I, I, here's, here's where I, I don't know what's directly under 
the the sod or the turf in the natural grass versus the astroturf fields like mm-hmm. how much how much dirt is there before you get to concrete i know in the case right. of uh uh legion field there's or legion stadium there was it's a concrete thing that the grass was on top of and they basically tried to they get the grass from la and they had to put it outside to dry out for a few days because they didn't want to have the wet grass problem that they had a, a few years ago with people getting injured um, so that that feels like that's as much a factor in all this. Well, right. this stadium has astroturf, but there's two inches of padding between the concrete and the astroturf, or whatever yeah. there is. Um, also, the severity, like the, the the injury reports, when you're looking at those, this number of injuries per hundred plays versus this number of injuries per hundred plays. Yeah. The seriousness of the injury. If it's something's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, we had more injuries, but they were all like, walk it off, you're fine. Versus like, oh no, this person needed uh, ice, and, <laughs> and we're out yeah, for the and, rest of the game, kind of thing. And to be fair for the uh, to the the NFL report, I think that they were reporting injuries that that caused players to lose time, um, mm-hmm. like they weren't able to play in the next X number of games. Um, so, so they were considering decent injuries, not just like, you know, like, oh, I cramped a muscle and I just need to, you know, stretch it a couple of times. That's not, they're talking okay. about something a little okay. bit they're, more they're, serious. They do have like a, they do have like a barometer for what determines an injury and it's, and it's. Yeah, but. Not, narrow so, definition. Okay. Yeah. 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 But that's, that's one of the problems that the article pointed out was that if, so. Everywhere that you look, there's a lot of different uh, studies and and papers that are written trying to suss things out about injuries when it comes to lots of different things when it comes to football. Because mm-hmm. football is, uh, among professional sports, I think the highest injury rate. Um, uh, so 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 reducing injuries is something that they're always talking about. Um, but uh, but they in this article they talked about how all these different papers have different definite like you were saying Brian have different definitions of what an injury is not just the severity but where where the injury is if they report but they report it as an injury well this paper is talking about head injuries and lower extremity in- injuries this paper is talking about ACL tears only you know like <laughs> st- stuff like that and it, there needs to be a, a more consistent reporting of these injuries if you're going to make decisions based on it you know sure um claire in the chat made a comment she she was uh joking saying so to summarize it depends yes (laughs) but you know what that when you're talking about controversy that Mm -hmm. often is what the truth is is that it's complicated (laughs) almost always that's why it's a controversy well because it's complicated mm -hmm. and the fact that it depends means that it there's there's less of a difference than if it's like oh yeah no it doesn't depend uh, astroturf is way worse or right, or right. natural grass is way worse the fact that it depends does mean it's like all right it's closer to being in the middle and maybe there are other things that need to be looked at to prevent injury besides right. the grass well let right. me let me exactly. ask you this bobby because something i noticed last night in the game mm-hmm. the helmets have changed a lot uh, in recent years and yeah. it wasn't just for like design. It looks cool, but there's this little bump in the back yeah. now. Yeah. There's also this weird little thing in the front plate right absorption the plate yeah. right in the front as well. It's like this weird uh-huh. cutout. And I thought initially I was like, well, these are cool designs. The whole, the whole league's doing it. Interesting. And then I went, well, that's probably not that. And I looked it up. So all of these new helmet techs mm-hmm. are designed to 
not just take better hits, but also measure them. And, you know, there's all kinds of stuff going on with that. Does that mitigate this data? Is it included in it? Do they take in account, you know, advancements in equipment? Most of the, mostly they're just looking at injury rates over time. And um, the, I think as far as I can tell, the NFL Players Association, who's really the ones that are pushing for this change to be all real grass everywhere and to ban artificial, they're just looking at the reports of lower extremity and specifically non-contact injuries. And that's important too. We're talking about injuries where there was actually one last night. I I looked it up to see if there were any. There was yeah. one last night. One of the, I don't know who was some one green, of the 49ers green something. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that the one where when he was running out after yes. the punt return, he ran out on the field and, and got injured. Yeah. And they, he was sitting on the sidelines and, yeah. the, and a bunch of them were running on and he got a few, st- I saw a video <laughs> of it. He got, you know, maybe five or six steps out and then collapsed. Crumpled. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he had an Achilles tendon uh, tear yeah, or, or some kind of an injury. And that's the type that they're talking about. Not necessarily moving onto the sidelines, but there's lots of them, you know, like a wide receiver catch. One of the famous ones that really got people starting in the public to talk about, and this became a big controversy, was was um, back in, uh, in uh, I don't remember the year. It was 2022. I got it right here. Um, Super Bowl 56 OBJ Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, um, he was a wide receiver for the Rams and he had an ACL tear after catching a ball and there were no defenders around. So just he just yeah. caught the ball, hit the ground, and the foot went a weird way, um, and the knee twisted and uh, and got got a got an injury. There was Aaron Rodgers tore an Achilles tendon in a similar situation in 2023 last year's season. Um, okay. So it doesn't. That's the type they're talking about is what they call non-con. But then again different places, different reporting places will define non-contact differently because some will say, oh, well, maybe it's non-contact if they get pushed, but then the injury happens as a result of them hitting the ground. Is that Mm. called, is that, you know, does that count as non-contact or not because it wasn't a result of the primary hit, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, that's things that need to be defined, especially if you're trying to make decisions that you're claiming are going to benefit the health of players, right? Right. You want to make changes that are actually going to change things because, and so the, the, if, and when it comes to ACL tears and, and Achilles tears, all these lower extremities things, the, the real, when the when the cleats meet the <laughs> turf, um, is is about that actual contact. It's it's and that's what this paper kind of, or this article is talking about is that what one of the kind of conclusions is that it's very nuanced and it goes back to what Claire said, right? It depends. Sure. Um, is because it really depends on what kind of cleats are you wearing and what is the is the is the turf that you're on because what really matters is the traction between the cleats and the ground. Sure. Because studies have absolutely shown that the thing, the main thing, the main contributing factor to lower limb injuries is what it's called rotational traction. So when your foot hits the ground, whether it twists, kind of splits okay. or slips, whether it yeah. slides in a rotational way mm-hmm. under, under you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if you can reduce that, 
then you reduce the amount of injuries by like four to five times. It's like playing, it's like, um, I don't know, playing in, in butter or on ice or something. You don't right. have that friction control for the, for the more micro movements. We're not talking about big slips like woo, like they do on Lambeau Field sometimes in the snow. You're talking about these little like you've planted your foot. The yeah, normal thing is you've got a grip yeah. and now you're going to turn this way. And normally that's fine. But if it's not holding or it gives, that's when you get in trouble. That makes sense. Right. Yeah. And so maybe the, the result is or maybe the, the solution is look at those stadiums on an individual basis. Look at what type of grass are they using? What type of cleats are their home team playing in? You know, like try to figure out if there's a pattern, if there's a sensible way to to increase that traction there. Yeah. Because there's some people just claim. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say there's so much concern about concussive injury that I think Mm -hmm. some of this other stuff gets left to the side or we don't think about it well as much. that's another point though that people make is why is the players association even focusing on this because here's the bottom line um american football is <laughs> a bunch of really big people moving really fast into each other yeah, yeah. you're gonna have a lot of injuries you yeah. know and yeah. so if you want to reduce those injuries do we want to focus on this because because maybe this data, maybe there's nothing in that true in that data. And it really just is that people are, these injuries are going to happen because of the nature of the sport and that you should be focusing on other things. I I think the head injuries, the head trauma is a definitely a good thing to focus on. Oh, for on. sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. They get like this. See these guys grunting? They're hearing it. Yeah. They want to, they want to smack in each other's head as hard as they can. They want to stop that ball. They want to, you know, their motivations Literally with uh, Scott and Brian, yeah. <laughs> their, their, their motivations literally are all about, I need to push this back. I need to stop this. I need this person to go down as long yeah, as that's yeah. the sport. The focus has to be on, you know, yeah, that's by the way, I couldn't see the video Scott, but if you keep watching that, I'm going to throw boiling water on you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, now that you say it, it's probably not great. Um, I was trying to find a good hit effect here. Let's try this one. Let's try that again. Why didn't that work? Hold on. Okay, let's try this one. Oh, that, that's, oh that's a good crunchy one. That's a nice God, crunchy that's helmet. Some Foley work right there. <laughs> yeah. I like a good body. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good stuff, man. Giggity. Yeah, big giggity. <laughs> anyway, well, this is fascinating. Um, you yeah. know, we went from here's a big national sport moment to let's go deeper and talk yeah. about other things. Yeah. Uh, also That's I, what gets me yeah. interested in the Super Bowl. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, no, and I can see yeah. why. I love, like you, I love data. I love hearing about these things and, and yeah. uh, like seeing what, um, you know, what kinds of, of statistics we can see between things like natural grass, turf. Yeah. You should do a whole, you should do a whole episode on this, Bobby. Are you going to or have you or will you? And I, we're not planning on it, but you know what we did do on the episode that just came out on Monday mm. is on our podcast – all around science. Do you have your pens and pencils ready to yep. write that down? <laughs> right here. Look at this. I'll say it again. All around science. Hold on. Let me let me write this down. All. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm right <laughs> um, that's uh. So we talk about science, and we just talked about the cicada. You've heard of cicadas, um, yeah. and their and their swarms. Well, they're this year in the spring. There's going to be a once in a 
once in two centuries event, which is a double brood swarm, is happening. Oh gosh, oh, double brood swarm. Once. That's my yeah. favorite StarCraft expansion. I <laughs> love that one. Brood across the sky. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Scary dude. Wow, is that uh, is it going to be like the grasshopper apocalypse in Vegas that we had uh, a few years ago? This, <laughs> this double brood cicada. Yeah. Uh, it will be like that. Yeah, wow. but it won't be in Vegas. Yeah. Of course, they don't. I don't think yeah. there's cicadas over there, but. Where will it? Um, where will we mostly see this wet, wetter climate? South, the yeah. southeast, and up th- up through states like Indiana and and stuff like that, through Missouri and Arkansas. That's um, cool. So that's cool. It's going to be all over the place, and we talk a lot about it. What, why it's a big deal, and why it is that the last time that this happened was when Thomas Jefferson was president. Oh my gosh, dude! Um, really? Is that so? That's that's crazy. That's a long yeah. time ago. <laughs> We haven't yeah, had that uh, since then. That's amazing. I don't know why I'm so shocked by that. Is but. singer uh, John Cicada going to get uh, involved with any of this? I hope not. Uh, surprise, surprise. Special interview. Ooh, oh, excellent. wow. <laughs> I'm, nice. I'm, that's a get. That's a really that's good a get. That's a huge get. Nicely done, I hope, I hope. I hope I'm not about to disappoint any fans. Uh, <laughs> well, you and Mora should be uh, thankful. John Cicada has been disappointing people for decades, so I think you're just fine. Yeah, you'll be all right. Well, Bobby, this stuff's right. always great. Uh, again, all around science, wherever you get it, uh, it's available all places. And uh, Bobby, it's always nice having you here. Is there anything else you'd Thank like to you. say to content to uh, complete your time in front of us? No, here today? there's not. <laughs> Goodbye then. <laughs> well, then he's gone. Then no um, you. Okay. No you. <laughs> Uh, all right, we are done. Uh, real quick note, though, however. Uh, so tonight, if you want to watch us play a little Unreal Tournament or even play yourselves, if you can get in, I think we have 20 slots or something, 24. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be 4.30 p.m. Mountain Time today. And after that, Carter will be home uh, from work, and I will be sitting down with her for another episode of The Monday Show. If you missed it last nice. Monday, uh, we will have an actual working rss feed for the podcast tonight as well and of course the video archives will always be up for people uh so come check it out i hear that show has um has made uh, the boomtown rats and bob geldoff really change their tune yeah like big time yeah yeah Ooh, you just reminded me of something oh really i okay. wanted to All ask right. you because i assume you've either seen it or you're going to and if you have seen it i want to know the what greatest you uh night in pop music yes uh, history yes it's on my list to watch this week okay because i'm so curious about it dude oh i've heard so many good things i can't wait to watch it yeah i wish bond, there was one yeah. I, I you know i'm excited to see this one but man i wish there was one for band-aid the, oh the yeah band-aid would be good that, yeah. that was more my music than uh mm-hmm. than the people that they got for this one but if nothing else uh i'm hoping i'll finally learn why dan Aykroyd uh performed with uh, uh we are the world oh are we gonna finally get an answer to that we'll finally about get that. an answer to that exactly are, yes. we, are we gonna get info about why uh bob um not Geldof, uh bob uh the other bob uh, Newhart, no, Odenkirk? no, the singing guy from—he's a classic. Dylan, Dylan, why Bob Dylan looks so grumpy the whole time, or why, um, <laughs> or not grumpy? He just looked confused. Well, that's he was know, like, that's Bob "What's Dylan. going on here?" You know, and then you yeah. got but Michael Jackson. There are people dying. It's time <laughs> to lend a hand. <laughs> and, uh, Michael Jackson looked like irritated, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's no, her I name? Hear, uh, I hear Lionel Richie was more instrumental in this whole thing than um, than we even give him credit. We think of it as like a uh, who's the producer behind it? Um, was it Quincy Jones? Quincy Jones. That's what for whatever reason. For whatever reason, that's what I'm thinking with this. Yeah. Like there was a Quincy Jones and Michael Jackson deal, and no Lionel Richie 
apparently was the the dude who who at the AMAs cornered people and said, no, no, we need you for this. We need to get you for this. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah, here it is. It even says uh, the song was written by Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie and produced yeah. by Quincy Jones and there Michael Omartian. Omartian? However you say his name. Okay. I didn't know Michael Jackson co-wrote that song with Lionel Richie. Yeah, yeah, and he has a totally different writing style. He doesn't – he basically, uh, from what I hear – records he gets the melody or god i guess he's not around anymore mm. got the melodies in his head the, 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 spoiler alert michael jackson not around yeah anymore. he's not here got the melodies in his head would sing them into a tape recorder then take that tape out and put another tape in and record a drum beat and then he'd take that tape out and put another one and somehow you play all these tapes together and you you get the uh, this demo version of a song I wow guess. It's amazing. That is yeah. amazing. Well, it looks good, and I want to see it. So thanks for reminding me. Yeah, uh, That's going to do it for today's show. So uh, watch all that stuff tonight. Also, if you're looking for more stuff about us, go find it at frogpants.com slash TMS. Brian, it's time to get out of here. Would you please play us a song so we can do that? I guess. Yeah, this is uh, – we talked about – did we talk about Bruce Springsteen? He's involved in that thing, mm. in that uh, We Are the World, and he's uh, interviewed uh, in, in it as well. Um, Bruce uh, inspired this this email right here. Hayden wrote in and said, Hey, Brian and Scott, I turned 30 on February 1st. I'm getting to a lot of these older ones that uh, that I missed in the first part of the month because we had a lot in the first part of the month. Yeah. Hey, Brian and Scott, turning 30 on February 1st, which I think is also Brian's son's birthday, so happy birthday to him as well. Getting really into my old man era and listening to a lot of Bruce Springsteen and Pink Floyd lately. Mm. Love the show. Been listening since the ELR days. Re-listening to episodes constantly on my iPod video at school. Oh, the old <laughs> iPod video. Wow. I hope it's the uh, the black one with kind of the bulbous front, like it's a little bit rounded on the front. I like that one. Yeah. Thanks for all the memories over the years. Signed, Hayden. Awesome. Aww. Love that, hearing that. That's and, great. Um, Love it. That's so cool. Uh, yeah. He says, uh, any cover of older Bruce Springsteen, preferably something harder or rockier. So you know, I'm not going for the uh, the ghost of Tom Jode stuff or the the Born in the USA stuff. I'm going a little bit earlier to Darkness on the Edge of Town, and a song called Adam Raised a Cane. This one uh, covered here by a band that I that I love and hope to get to see live. They perform at the um, the Stanley Hotel, the hotel that inspired Stephen King to write The Shining. And one of these years, I want to go see one of their shows up there, because apparently they go up there a lot, sometimes even on Halloween. Murder by Death is the band. Their As You Wish, Volume 2 from 2015, included this cover of Bruce Springsteen's Adam Raised a Cane. Put me 
Get more at frogpants.com. Now let's get back to our story.